Hey guys, welcome to episode 7 of Eden's Platformer Probe. Today we're going to Lethal Lava Land, stage 7 in Super Mario 64. Okay, so when you go to the basement, Lethal Lava Land's portrait, kind of like what I said yes last week, was that it's the first por portrait you actually see in the basement, because Hazy Maze Cave's like entrance is out of the way. So when you go to the basement, you walk up to, um, this, go down this hallway and you see this giant lava monster portrait. And it's kind of creepy, but it's kind of also really cool that that's the first, first thing you see is this giant portrait. And I think it's kind of like, you're kind of incentivized to jump in there first. So I don't really know why it's stage 7, Hazy Maze Cave is stage 6, but it is, so I guess we'll deal with it. Anyway, so you jump into the lethal lava land for the first time, and you get this opening message about how if you, like, get pushed into the lava, push back, and, like, kill the enemies. And I don't know, I think it's kind of, like, really funny and intent needlessly intense, just, like, how they basically introduce the concept of bully enemies to you where you basically have to like kill push enemies into the lava to like kill them or else they'll kill you and i think the bully enemies that are in this stage are a little obnoxious because like fighting them i think is just kind of annoying but like they also kind of contribute to the vibe of the stage of being like you're trying to kill a bunch of um kind of this intense lava world so i kind of appreciate that because i don't think lethal lava land really does that like great of a job when it comes to atmosphere but i do think the bullies kind of help contribute a little bit to the concept of it being this brutal lava like demon land so the other big thing about lethal lava land i think is also kind of a tutorial for the second bowser stage bowser in the fire sea because so the second bowser stage which is the only really required stage you need to do in the basement if you're like good about stars requires you to um jump through a lava region it's the only other lava region in the game besides lethal lava land so i think kind of like introducing like lethal lava land as being this lava stage was kind of done just so that when you get to Bowser in the fire sea later in the game you're able to like understand the mechanics of the lava more easily so the big thing about lethal lava land that makes it stand out from other stages is kind of like its design so it's kind of like big bomb or bomb battlefield in the sense that's a very exploration based stage but like the way the world is structured is it's a bunch of just random pieces of geometry like tilting platforms and like platforms that rise and sink in the lava just scattered throughout the stage and like you kind of have to platform a bit to get around the stage and get explore the stage so it's kind of this cool like blend of um lethal um big bomb bomb battlefield womps fortress which i kind of like appreciate how it's done how it, the exploration is at the forefront instead of the platforming but the platforming is still present and i don't know i think it kind of gives the stage its own unique identity as a level the other big thing about the stage that really makes it feel exploration heavy is that there's a bunch of, it's very easy to navigate when you know what you're doing. So for instance, there's like two wing cap switches throughout the stage. And if you can, you go to them, then like you can basically just fly around the stage and ignore the platforming. And also in the last two missions, there's um, a green shell that you can use to ride on the lava itself. So you can kind of just buck the lava and just run around which i appreciate too because it really like emphasizes this, that this stage is very exploration heavy exploration first platform or second and if you know it kind of rewards you for knowing what you're doing in like on repeat on repeat playthroughs the other really cool thing about this stage is that the first two stars like the first star has you explore the left half of the stage and the second star has you explore the right half of the stage and i really appreciate how you kind of the first two stars in this stage are just kind of tutorials for the rest of the, how the world is structured it kind of like makes the rest of the levels feel very um feel like you're doing new things and not retreading old ground so the first star um bully the big bully um it, that like i said you explore the left half of the stage which i kind of 
I like the left half of the stage a lot because you have all these iconic set pieces like the Bowser sliding puzzle and um, this rotating bar of fire. And anyway, you get up to the like end of that section, you see this big bully and you just kill it. And I think it kind of, um, I don't think the big bully is that amazing of a boss, but I do think it kind of, it really fits the stage and it really fits how like emphasizes how important the bullies are to this stage. The first mission is killing a big version of it. Well, anyway, so you kill the bully and the star spawns, and you get the star. You can go to stage two, um, bully the bullies, where you explore the right half of the stage. And I really like exploring the right half of the stage, just kind of like the first half, kind of like the left half. It's just this cool geometry, like, random level geometry set piece thing, which I really appreciate. But um, when you get to the section with the bullies, it's kind of just a rehash of the first fight. That's just a little longer, because you have three other bullies you have to kill first. So I don't really appreciate that aspect of the stage, but I do like getting to um, the bullies. So the red coin mission, um, eight coin puzzle, red coin puzzle with eight pieces or whatever it's called. I don't really remember, honestly. Um, I really like how creative it is that you're just kind of like running around a Bowser puzzle. Like it's kind of like a fun way to like have red coin star, but it is kind of, it is very much just creative filler, like filler. So I'm kind of mixed on the star, but like, if you're going to have a filler star, you might as well make it as creative as possible. And I really like how Lethal Lava Land does that with um, the Red Coin star. Anyway, star four, Red Hot Log Rolling. I really, I really like how there's a secret portion of the stage that's hidden in plain sight behind a cage. Where, like, if you're um running down to the star of the stage, you'll see this giant cage. And you don't really think anything of it on your first playthrough. But later in the stage, you find the secret, like... There's this island that you have to go to with um, a cage that you can jump on that will take, or a cage platform that you can jump on that will transport you to this cage, which has this giant red log on it that you run across to get the star. And it's a kind of a cool use of like, it's kind of a cool use of space where you don't really, it's hit, like I said, it's hidden in plain sight, so you don't expect to see it to actually be utilized the way it is. And yeah, it's also kind of just funny how you're running on a giant red log running on a giant log over fire to get a star i kind of i kind of like that and yeah overall it's a cool secret i also really like how if you have the wing cap like if you go to a wing cap section you can kind of just ignore the entire um getting to the cage section where the um, star is and you can just fly over the cage to get the star it kind of really hits home how exploration is rewarded in this stage not through how exploration is rewarded in this stage through easier navigation and not through any other means so star five hot foot in the volcano i really like how you can jump into the volcano like because throughout this whole stage there's this volcano in the centerpiece of the stage and it really just kind of feels like it exists to be a set piece but when you get to the star you're like oh i can actually jump in there and i really think it's cool how there's this hidden section to a level this is the first stage in the game i think where we have a hidden subsection to a level there's a few others with it but I think this one is also done really well, the inside the volcano, um, because of the aesthetic. Like, it kind of, the volcano goes for this ruins vibe, which is really done well, I think, because of, which I think just really fits the volcano really well. Um, I do think the platforming inside the volcano isn't really amazing, because, like, we already have platforming in the stage due to how the state, how exploration is set up, where you have to jump between the, um, where you have where you like platform between various pieces of geometry 
So I think the platforming in the volcano doesn't really add platforming that's necessary to the stage. So I do think it's kind of decent, only decent at best, but it's kind of nice to be there, I guess. So Elevator Ride in the Volcano, the sixth star. Um, it's probably my least favorite star in this stage. Because it's kind of just a rehash of the last star. But instead of but you instead of going forward when you jump in the volcano, you go when you jump in the volcano, you go backwards. Which I kinda think it's funny, like they that's kind of the, the way you add a star. Like, instead of going forward, no one thinks to go behind, backwards. And, I don't know, I think that's kind of funny. Um, but, yeah, I think the star is very much a rehash of the fifth star in terms of... Um, and there's nothing really that's added. Because especially in the platforming in the um, elevator ride in the volcano is even worse, I think, than the platforming in uh, Hot Foot in the volcano. Just because it's slower and more tedious and you're doing less, you're mostly just riding elevators. So yeah, it's very much kind of a star I'm not a big fan of. Um, so the 100 coin star in this stage, it's very quick if you like are good at the game. And it's very easy if you're good at the game in terms of like, there's coins scattered all throughout the stage in the volcano. So it's very easy to rack up 100 coins quickly. But it's also kind of brutal because if you fall in the lava, you can typically get comboed really easily. Go from full health to death. And it's kind of, I would say, an, an, it's kind of very tedious in a way, but where if you fall, like, with not 80 stars, which 80 coins, which is very possible, you'll end up losing, um, a solid chunk of time, and have to replay a solid chunk of the stage, but I do think it's kind of also fair, it's fair difficulty, it's not unfair, and it feels very natural, given the point we are in the game, we're in the, like, about the halfway point in the game, like, we should be having some challenge with these 100 coin stars, I think, and it's not really... And if you are good at the game, it's not tedious like Hazy Maze Cave, so I can forgive it for that. Um, I also, the other big thing is that, the, like I said before, the green shell only spawns in the 5th and 6th star, which are the 2 stars you go to the volcano. And I think that's intentional, because there's some coins scattered throughout the lava that you can only easily get with the green shell. So I think they're, they kind of just wanted to work not incentivize you to get the 100 coin star until you can jump until you can jump in the volcano and collect the little coins in the volcano so i think that was kind of also good, good game design so in the ds version um i guess i prefer the ds version to the n64 version but not really by much there's not really a lot the ds version does that makes it better than the n64 version you can't really mess with the stage that's this good so um the two big changes, though, is that there's now a blue coin switch that you can access with Wario. And it's kind of... I'm not a big fan of that, just because um, if you're playing through the game normally, you'll probably get the 100 coin star before you unlock Wario. So it's just kind of super, superfluous, I guess, you could say. And, like, also the other thing is that there's a silver star, star added to the overworld. And I think this is only actually the second silver star stage so far in the game if you're playing normally, which kind of, I think it's kind of funny that like we're in stage seven and we've only had two silver star stages, but, um, yeah, it kind of, I kind of like it cause it gives you almost a red coin star in a stage that doesn't really have a red coin, a traditional red coin star. So I do appreciate for that. And it also doesn't really overstay its welcome. So, so overall I'd say lethal love land really benefits from its strong exploration and like that's coupled with the platforming. But, um, and I do think, like, it's kind of like an opposite of Womp's Fortress, where Womp's Fortress is platforming first, exploration second. This is exploration first, platforming second. Um, 
So, yeah, I think it's kind of, like, a cool opposite thing. Um, I do think Lethal Lavaland can be very tedious, though. Um, but I think it's also pretty fair, like, especially for Mario 64 standards. So I can't really complain that much. Like, like I said, it's a good step in difficulty from the previous few stages, which Hazy Maze Cave is also kind of a step in difficulty, but, like, Hazy Maze Cave is more navigation difficulty. This is more gameplay difficulty. So I do kind of, like, appreciate that. Um, the, my biggest criticism, I guess, of Lethal Lavaland is that it's very land stage like outside of the bullies the atmosphere isn't strong and outside of the volcano like it's just a bunch of lava plat and platforms so it's not really a distinctive feeling i guess which is my biggest problem with the stage okay so now we're gonna rank lethal lava land and i think i'm gonna put lethal lava land on number three because i like it more than ball on battlefield i think as a navigation stage and I, especially because of the platforming and i think it's just more like it's a more well-rounded stage of Ball on Battlefield. And I do think it's one of the more solid stages in this game in general. So I'd not it's not like Hazy Maze Cave where I was surprised by it being so ranking it so high. Like I think Lethal Lava Land is very fair at number three. Alright, so at number seven, we have Big Boo's Haunt. At number six, we have Cool Cool Mountain. At number five, we have Hazy Maze Cave. At number four, we have Bomb Battlefield. At number three, we have Lethal Lava Land. At number two, we have Jolly Roger Bay. And at number one, the best Mar 3D platformer Mario stage of all time. As of now, we have Womp's Fortress. Alright, thank you so much for listening. And join, me join me back here next week when we encounter the last of the three major basement stages, Shifting Sands, Shifting Sands Land. Cheers.